to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Today I'm talking about why you should not consume bad books or movies. Here's so often the rebuttals, but it makes me feel good. Or, but it has Jesus in it. Or, but what would be the harm if I read it? No, in order to seek his face and to stay on his path, before consuming any book or media or website, we should ask the following questions in our daily life. Will this help me glorify Jesus? Will this help me understand Jesus better? Will this help me speak of Jesus lovingly and accurately? Of course, I'm talking about Christian media, Um, These questions are questions we ask all the time. We have to. Christian life is hard. We're told in John 16.33 that the Christian life is difficult and it's easy to stray. We face mocking, Isaiah 28.15, 28.22, and 2 Peter 3.3. We face persecution and trials and tribulations. 1 Peter 4, 12 to 13, 2 Corinthians 11, 24 to 26. And because of our enemies, we have to do all we can to stay on the straight path and not stray. Psalm 27, 11. We struggle against supernatural realms, all the powers, principalities, and powers of darkness. So much so that we're given spiritual armor to wear in the battle. Ephesians 6.12 And of course, we battle our own sin. Romans 7.18-19 It's war, you know, and the enemy sets minds. Bad books are one of those minds. In fact, in 2008, I was so surprised by how many of my friends in even whole churches were swept away in adoration and consuming William P. Young's terrible book, The Shack, that I decided to start a theological blog, which is this one called The End Time. It was originally on Blogspot, and I did it so I could devote myself to combating heresies. We're told that in The End Time, which we're in now, it's the period between Jesus' ascension and his return, that men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, they will seek doctrines that tickle their ears and match their own thoughts and desires. 2 Timothy 4.3 We are warned that men will be godless, susceptible, hypocritical liars, teaching false doctrine, sent by deceiving demons. 1 Timothy 4, 1-3. There will be destructive heresies, secretly introduced, even denying the sovereignty of the Lord, and false teachers, 2 Peter 2, 1. And even the elect would not be immune to deception, Matthew 24, 24, Mark 13, 22. The Lord was good and kind to tell us, warn us, and equip us with his word, and to send some with extra doses of discernment to help in our own personal walk into holiness and wisdom. 
The shack is one example of how devilish deception works. It's a heartwarming, innocuous looking book that makes readers feel good. They feel good about Jesus. They feel good about God. They feel good that they feel good about Jesus. They feel good because they are released from the strict doctrine they hated all along. How? Well, in the example of the shack, it tells its readers that Jesus is not the only way to heaven, but the best way. The shack tells its readers that church is old-fashioned and the Bible is dusty. The shack tells readers that there is no such thing as eternal judgment or torment in hell. And the shack tells readers God will never judge people for their sins, which is inflames my heart with anger because if that is so, then Jesus died for nothing. Even one of those principles in the shack should be enough to stop a Christian from spending God-given time reading it. Another example is the recent television series, The Chosen, which in fact is produced and written by Mormons who are outside the Orthodox faith. So well written and photographed, it felt luxurious as I watched the first few episodes. It made many viewers feel good as it tugged on emotional strings. But slowly as it came out, just who was behind the the chosen, and in crept slowly the errant doctrine, and it came slyly, as the Bible tells us it will, Genesis 3.1, Galatians 2.4. Books that Satan wants to use to swerve you from your walk will not be bursting with error or heresy, just as the devil does not come in a red jumpsuit with a pitchfork but he masquerades as an angel of light. His doctrines also come candy-coated, looking and sounding good. They'll be pleasing and make you feel good. But be wise as serpents and innocent as a dove, says Matthew 10, 16. Don't fall for it. When you read a book like The Shack or watch a movie or TV series that's supposedly based on the Bible, or if you consider recommending something to someone, ask yourself those three questions. Does what I am thinking, saying, and doing glorify God? And add this one. At the Bema seat, when we face Jesus, not in condemnation, but in accountability, Will he accept my excuses for having read or recommend this material, especially if I knew it contained error and misguided doctrine and advice? He won't say, congratulations for eating the meat and spitting out the bones. The time I used in reading heresy, I could have spent in godly pursuits instead. So just think, which would be more pleasing to him? In light of all the end time warnings were given, why spend even a moment spending time in an activity that denies Jesus' sacrifice for sin? Why risk it? Are we smarter than the Bible? No. Straying from that fence exposes us to the wolves we were promised would appear 
Matthew 7, 15. And it makes us vulnerable to the prowling lion seeking to devour us. 1 Peter 5, 8. If you were inside a fence and actually saw wolves and lions outside the fence prowling, would you wander out? Of course not. Just because the powers and principalities are invisible doesn't mean they're not there. We're told that they are. And if you have faith in Jesus' words, then you believe that. Don't stray outside of the fence of solid doctrine, especially not in these end times when we've been warned the risk is all the greater. There's no label on material that's polluted with error that says, warning, heresy inside. The destructive heresies that will come are introduced secretly, meaning slyly, in a sweet package like the shack or the chosen or Jesus calling or Beth Moore, etc. Don't go over the fence where the lion prowls and the wolves wait. Frankly, none of us is smarter than the Bible, and his word in his Bible warned us we are at risk from false doctrines. Why displease the merciful God who saved you from the pit of eternal hell by putting your mind the notion that his son died for nothing? No. Be discerning and don't absorb or consume bad books and movies. It's just not worth it. Well, this has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Hoping you have a very discerning day.